Hey, hey, my listeners, what's up? If you're enjoying the episode thus far, please consider writing a review and dropping in five stars on the Apple podcast page of this show as it really does help the visibility of the podcast to guide other people to find it. And as well, it helps other curious people just like yourself prior to tuning into the show to see whether or not this podcast is a good fit. And I, of course, hope that it is. And so that's really the best way to support our work and what we do here on the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. Oh, and I also love seeing you share the episode on Twitter Instagram or Facebook and I often reshare those posts so be sure to give me a tag at Matty Lansdowne. Okay, let's get back into the episode. This is episode 244. How many times do you get tripped up on your financial goals, your health goals and your relationship goals? 1, 2, 3, 10, 40, 50 times now and maybe you've just surrendered to having no real control over some of these areas of your life. You just accept this is the way life is. This is the way it went for mum and dad. This is the way that it's going for my friends. So I should just accept it. Unfortunately, life is set up in a way that leads to and encourages us to fail over and over again. But once you're aware of the system that is currently in place, you can actually start to redesign your own system outside the system that society puts upon you. And this makes failing more difficult than succeeding. On this episode, I have some conditions of success, which if used correctly, will make a great long-term impact on the goals that you have and actually make them achievable and sustainable. So let's dive in. Welcome to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. You've tuned in because you want to start taking your health seriously, so you don't, well, get sick and die. Here we talk all things health, nutrition, and human optimization. Let's jump into it with your host and resident scientist, Maddie Lansdowne. Hey, what's up, my healthy friends? Who here wants to get super successful? If the answer is yes, then you're in the right place because I am going to talk to you about creating conditions of success today, which is such a simple idea. It really is such a simple idea and we don't even realize. It's one of those things that many people say, I didn't know until I knew. You know, you don't know until you know. You don't know what you don't know, that kind of thing, right? Um, And so what we don't realize is that, you know, until we have the conversation, our world is set up as a condition of failure, right? Obviously, we're talking in the context of you wanting to achieve things that you can't. And that's a really broad statement. But what I might mean by that is, financial success or weight loss success or recovery from your disease success or finding a partner that is adequate and makes you happy and loving and all that kind of thing. Um, Having a family that is that as well, right? So um, the world is mostly set up full of all of these inbuilt ideas that help inhibit our progress towards success. And we've actually got this ingrained idea that success is only for the rare opportunities that random people that are gifted by God or looked upon in the right way that have their astrological signs, you know, in the right order, that only them and I could never be successful. And really, this is bullshit. And part of that mission for me is that in 2023, It's my mission to coach 500 people to stop the binge eating and savage self-talk cycle so they can lose weight whilst feeling in control and without restriction along the way. And creating conditions of success is a part of this process. 
You have to be willing to change things that have been a constant in your life for a long time because if there's things in your life that continually lead to your failure or to your falling off the bandwagon or to your giving up, then that's a system or a structure or a relationship that needs to go, right? Uh, And I know that a lot of the things that I say on here, a lot of people probably have moments where they say, you know, oh, Maddie, if only it was that easy. And I remember saying those kinds of sentences myself throughout you know, the hardcore years of my personal development journey. And I no doubt have many hardcore years coming ahead of me as well. But uh, I feel like I've at least reached a point where I can challenge myself on the spot. I can have difficult conversations and get to the other side. I can receive negative feedback and be okay within minutes. Um, and then that's that's pretty lucky. It took me, you know, 10 years of of that kind of stuff to get here. But my point is that Once upon a time, I was exactly where you are, which is arguing that this stuff is changeable, one at all. Um, And I remember passionately arguing that, no, you know, this is who I am. I was so attached to my identity of, of the way that I showed up in the world as someone that was really messy and chaotic. But this is because the world was designed to perpetuate chaotic and messy, right? And at least... The way that we look at the world when we're in that mindset is that it is set up that way. The beautiful thing about being in a privileged country and a lucky country and many of the people listening to this podcast will be no doubt either in socioeconomic groups that allow them to um, have access to abundance um, or, you know, in, in a place where they can make decisions that maybe other people in the world can't. And so once we find this information out, it's actually extremely empowering that we can create our own conditions of success within our life to lead to an outcome. However, we've got to remember that we're going to have a self-sabotage mechanism, a mechanism that's been deeply layered in from when we were a very young age by a combination of society, our teachers, our parents, um, all the trauma we suffered is all conditioned in there, a self-sabotage mechanism to keep us small. So it takes many, many years of work to start undoing this stuff. But I want to explain to you in basic terms where you can start identifying conditions of failure and how you can swap out a few things for conditions of success. And I've got five examples, right? So a lot of people have kids, husbands, families, other people in the house. And whenever they go to the pantry, they find chocolate at this time of year, hot cross buns, <laughs> um, Easter eggs, uh, you know, Chris, whether it's Christmas time and there's delicious food just everywhere. And every time they end up there, it's like they use a bit of willpower and restriction uh, and they're like, no, nah, don't do it, don't do it, don't do it. And then eventually at some point they end up doing it and they feel crappy because the food's in their body. They might have uncomfortable toilet experiences as a result. And then they're in a situation where they're like, oh, all right, let's start again tomorrow, right? So condition of success number one, no shit food in the house. That's basically my rule. Unless there's an event that day or there's a birthday that day or something's happening that day, I can't have the food live in my house. And sure, I'm in a situation currently where I don't have any housemates or family members, but whoever decides to live with me has has the courage to do that (laughs) and partner with me through this journey of life, that's that's a non-negotiable. In order for me to be my healthiest self, I can't have shit food in the house. And that's a condition of success because when I go to the cupboard, I'm so conditioned that shitty food isn't there anymore. It doesn't even cross my mind. I don't miss it anymore. I don't nothing. But when it's there, it's like it's talking to me when I'm not even in the kitchen. I'm thinking like, oh, I wonder if I could have that. And I'm starting to do bargaining in my mind. And so a condition of success, number one, 
no shit food in the house. It's such an easy thing to do, right? And if you've got family members and and that kind of thing, you've got to figure out a strategy to get it out of the path of events that you do in the kitchen. Number two, and this is a big one, and most people will be like, Matty, can't do that. Well, I call bullshit and say, yes, you can. Number two is move house away from fast food. So there was a period of time a few years ago when I worked at the hospital and I worked, I uh, lived directly opposite a really shitty, cheap pizza joint that made large $10 pizzas. And the smell just wafted in my window every single night. No, it, was, it would have been six nights a week. They were closed on Tuesdays. Um, and I ended up eat, eating way more pizzas than I wanted to because the smell told me that I should. <laughs> And it just wore me down. I get home from the hospital. I was tired. I'd have to start doing these podcasts because before I was, you know, full time in my um, health and nutrition podcast business world, um, I had to do this stuff well into the night. I was tired, worn out and had a complicated relationship at the time too. And so pizza was such an easy choice, especially when I was being convinced by my nose, <laughs> right? So I had to move away. I can't live anywhere where I can smell fast food. That's what I got to do. It's a condition of success. And you need to do the same if you find yourself getting, responding to the smell. And it could be a bakery, responding to the smell of something nearby where you find yourself just going in a little bit more than you'd actually like to. Number three, shop at a different time. So speaking of bakeries, one of my agreements that I have with myself is that we don't shop in the morning because the smell of the bakery, it just it sends me. It sends me to a place of spending money on shitty food. And then my whole day's ruined, right? So these are such easy little strategies. Here's another one that I didn't even know that I needed. Uh, a friend of mine, Vin, and Vin is a, one of my best mates, and he's actually a big part of this podcast behind the scenes. Um, and he actually gifted me a wallet. Um, and it was one of these new fancy tech, technological wallets. Um, it's no, no tech in it. This was a few years ago now, but it's um, got this manual little clip and you can only fit a really small number of cards in it. So I went from this really fat wallet with all of these cards to now I have no choice. I have six cards. It has to have six cards, no less, no more. It doesn't work otherwise. It doesn't function. It doesn't fit. And so what this helps you do is it helps you think about all of the things that you signed up to and the subscriptions and you end up spending less money. Because you've got less cards. You've got to be really strategic about the, the, the cards that you put in there. And you're no, no longer accumulating shit in your wallet that you have to end up, or your purse or your handbag that you have to end up cleaning out once every six months and finding, you know, just random shit in there. So get, that can really help with money expenditure. Another one, number five, is doing sports socially. So this is something that I had to come to terms with in many ways, that in order for me to get peak fitness or optimal fitness or anywhere in the neighborhood of that, is that I had to cater to my personality. So this is a condition of success around fitness and movement is I need to sign up to a group where I get to know people, where people are going to notice if I'm gone once once I'm familiar with the crew. Um, And so that is a really important condition of success for me with movement. And so you have to cater towards your personality. So the reason I picked these five is because they're all really relevant to me. So no shitty food in the house, move away from fast food shops, um, do your grocery shopping at a different time to the time when you're most likely to buy shitty food, um, get a smaller wallet and do sports socially. And all of this stuff taps into health and wellness, financial wellness and, and uh, movement practices. And I want you to find the conditions of, of failure that are currently there in your life and figure out what are those things that continually trip me up time and time and time and time again that I can change into a condition of success so that it's actually almost impossible 
to fuck it up. <laughs> like when there's no shitty food in the house, I really have to go out of my way to go and get that shitty food into my face, which half the time I can't be bothered doing. That's a good condition of success. It's like I'm too lazy to actually not succeed at this, <laughs> right? So I want you to start thinking about that in your life. Write them down. Talk to your partner. Figure out how you can start changing these things and get healthy, well, and rich. (laughs) Anyway, thanks so much for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. I would love to hear about your conditions of success on whichever platform you would like to share them with me, whether that be in the ratings and reviews on Apple Podcast or whether it be on social media or whether you just do it in your own world. Um, Share this episode with a friend that you might need to have these conversations with and I'll see you on the next episode. Bye. Thanks for listening to the How to Not Get Sick and Die podcast. If you love this episode and health information is your thing, then please consider subscribing to the show. And when you're done, head over to iTunes, Google Podcast, or whichever app you use. And we'd be grateful if you could leave us a five-star rating and write a review sharing your opinion on the show as it really helps the podcast grow. Thanks so much. And I'll see you on the next episode. Whilst the presenter that feature on this podcast endeavour to provide accurate information, it cannot possibly take into account your individual circumstances, and therefore the content on this podcast provided by any of the speakers is not intended as advice in any way for any individual, and should not be a replacement for professional medical or health advice of any nature. Always seek advice regarding your personal situation from a qualified medical professional.